When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to The Husband Coach's Corner, the podcast designed to teach husbands how to love their wife each and every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, and welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Husband Coach's Corner. Today, we're going to be talking about reuniting with our family after we've been separated. Now, if you caught the last episode, I talked about the things that you can do while you are separated, but obviously that is going to come to an end and then you're going to have to reunite. So today, we're just going to be unpacking how to reunite with our family in a way that doesn't cause friction, as much friction, right? Um, or at least a lot of friction and how to overcome some of the nuances of reuniting. Now, before we go into that, I just want to remind you, you can go over to my website, www.marriagedrills.com. Check the description box below for a link and you can sign up for a one-on-one session with me. If this is something where you're like, you know, I need to go deeper and I just have questions and I need something specific for me, then please jump on over there. Now, I do want to remind you that reuniting with your wife is a beautiful thing. And it doesn't matter if you're reuniting from going on a trip for business or if you're reuniting with your wife because you guys were separated for some other issues. All right. Obviously, what you were separated for or by or for however long that's going to cause its own stressors but these techniques that i'm going to share with you today they will definitely work in either category so let's go ahead and dive in first when you come home things are going to be different and i don't recommend you try to change things back to the way that they were before you left. Now, just imagine that you're gone. I don't know however long it is, but you were gone long enough for a systemic change in your home. This is okay, right? Because your family had to continue moving forward without you being there. Or your wife is returning home and there are changes, right? So these are, these are going to be two different methods of approaching that. So if your wife is the one that was gone and now she's returning home and things have changed differently, I want you to approach her with a very gentle heart and, 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 and introduce her and Allow her to integrate into the new flow of things, okay? Explain why things changed the way that they did, so that way she has a better understanding. The same reason why I say that we as husbands should always seek to gain understanding. 
you want your wife to gain understanding as to why certain things changed. Okay. She may agree. She may not agree. But as long as she understands why the change happened, then you can start to address how you'll move forward, assuming that you need to make changes. Now, if you're the one returning home, think about it the exact same way. Understand why the things changed. Say, okay, hey, I noticed that we're putting dishes in the cupboard instead of the dishwasher. Uh, Is something wrong with the dishwasher? You know, maybe that's a telltale like, oh, yeah, the dishwasher is broken and I was just waiting for you to come home so we can get it fixed. Or, no, I moved them into the cupboard because I plan to do this in the future with the kitchen. Terrible example, but that could be a, a realistic thing, right? Like, and maybe you're very passionate about where the dishes go in the kitchen. And now this is a, a huge change. That could turn into an argument, which could cause issues with your reintegration with your family. So just understand that. Now, I've had a lot of experience with going on deployments and then returning home with my family not seeing me for months at a time uh, and sometimes uh, all the way up to a year. The reintegration period for me is very different because the the kids have grown. My wife has gotten used to doing things. So when I'm like, okay, well, how can I do something? I, I'm really no help immediately, at least. And as the husband, sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, well, now I don't feel valued. Now, the beauty of knowing those things is before I come home, now I ask my wife, like, hey, I'm getting ready to come home. What has changed? Like, we know what normally happens. What has changed? And what is it that when I come home, you can give to me so that way I can, you know, be integrated and do things? So that's a technique, right? Before you come home, start asking, like, hey, what changed and what can I do? So that way I can be integrated with the family and I don't disrupt the flow of things. Okay. Now, again, that's something that my wife and I, we worked through because it wasn't always like that whenever I would go on a uh, trip, deployment, whatever I was going on. Uh, Sometimes I would just come home and I would feel so lost and then I would isolate myself like, well, you guys don't need me. But that's not the truth. And if you feel that way, I want you to know that that's not the truth, all right? Your family absolutely needs you. Your wife needs you. And I don't mean this in like a, uh, they can't survive without you. Because obviously, if you've been gone and you're returning, they were surviving, right? Um, I mean this more so in a nurturing way. Your children need their father so that way they can grow up and have a healthy appreciation for a male role model in their life. Now, your wife needs you for companionship, all right? So 
those types of things and, and partnership and support. So moral of the story, when you come home, do your best to understand why things changed and then find a way to integrate. And if you can reach out to your wife ahead of time and say, hey, what new things have come up that I need to be aware of, then you can have that conversation. So the second step, be a loving and present husband and father if you got kids, right? But when you come home, don't expect things to go back to normal. That's kind of where that first trigger piece comes in because you'll you'll try to reintegrate with your family the way that things were when you left. And uh, spoiler alert, things likely aren't going to be the same, assuming, you know, that you've been gone for a good period of time. Um, So what that means is when you come home, don't isolate because you feel less valued. Instead, engage with your family talking to them about what's going on. Talk to them like normal. Like, hey, this is X, Y, Z. We've always done this, but now I see that you're doing this. Or, hey, that looks pretty cool and interesting. Why don't you tell me about it? And actually pay attention and listen and learn. Ask questions. Don't think that just because you're physically somewhere that you're present. I've said this on many episodes, but I think it it just is one of those things where a lot of men, we feel like because I'm here, I'm present, but that's not what, that's not really what it is, right? Uh, Being mindfully present where you're like, okay, hey, I see that this is happening. Let me ask questions about this. And then before you know it, you're getting integrated. Okay. So those two kind of go hand in hand. When you first come home, don't change anything. Instead, be loving and present and you will start to pick up on the routine. Ask genuine questions. The next step, don't be upset that things are different. Many, many times, my friends, we will redeploy or return home and they'll be upset that something has changed in their home and or that everyone is functioning without them. Again, this is going back to that first one. Uh, where they will start to isolate and some they like to medicate with alcohol, all right? I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't have a drink. If if alcohol is your thing, you, you like alcohol, okay, have a drink. But know how much alcohol becomes a burden to your relationship with your wife and with your children, You got to know your limit. So if all you can tolerate is one uh, alcoholic beverage or whatever it is, then that's all you need because you don't want to hurt your relationship. Uh, the, The reuniting phase of coming home is actually a very sensitive time. Um, 
Now, this is all driven from military data. So uh, when soldiers return home, it's a very sensitive time because uh, the family is trying to reintegrate the, you know, the military service member. And this is apparently the time when a lot of domestic disputes happen, mostly because the soldier that's returning is getting upset that things have changed. Now, I understand that this is not applicable to everyone, and I can't make a scenario that is overly generalized because my experience is uh, dealing with military families and, and, and spouses of that sort when it comes to this separation topic. So uh, if you got questions about that, just shoot me an email and, you know, we can talk about it. Um, moral of the story, domestic disputes are more likely to happen when someone who's been away for a little while is trying to get reintegrated with everyone else who's been moving along without that person. Okay. And that can happen if your wife is coming home, right? Your wife can feel isolated or unvalued or less valued. So as a husband, what we have to do, and this is not to say like we provide the value to our wives because that's not what I'm saying, but we need to go out of our way to ensure that our wife understands that she is still a valued member of the family. Okay. So like I was saying before, when I would ask my wife, like, Hey, what can I do? Maybe have that conversation with your wife before she comes home and say, Hey, you know, here's what's been going on. Here's where I think you would benefit, uh, taking over once you come home and, you know, give her that opportunity to really integrate with the family. All right. And then the last option or last technique thing that I would offer is compliment your family on their ability of what they've been doing while you were gone. And, if you are waiting for your wife to come home, then compliment her on her ability to accomplish whatever it is that she accomplished while she was gone and that you're excited to have her home. Okay, so let's unpack you coming home first and having to compliment the family. When you come home and you notice things, all right, take a look around. And instead of being upset that things are different, instead say, oh, you know, that actually works okay over there. Now, if you don't like it, I'm not saying that you should lie, right? Instead, you can just come in and say, oh, I see you move the couch. How's And then ask the question, how's this working out, right? That's different than if you come in and you're like, oh, man, you moved the couch? Why'd you do that? Now you're criticizing. You see, those are two different things. And criticism often is met with uh, defensive responses. 
So if you come home criticizing the things that your wife has been doing, she's likely going to be a little bit defensive about it. And now you're going to be on the verge of having an argument and you're going to think like, this is silly. Why are we arguing about the couch? And it has nothing to do with the couch, by the way. It has to do with the fact that your wife feels unappreciated that while you were gone, she was doing all these things and all you care about is the fact that the couch was moved. Now, obviously, that's not going to fit in everyone's scenario. That was a live, a real scenario or a real situation uh, with a gentleman that I was helping in the past. So just know that you can miscommunicate very easily during reintegration or reuniting with your family. It, it, it happens, right? It could be over the silliest things. And next thing you know, uh, you're having a huge argument. And you're like, I just got home and I don't have time for this. Now, your wife is coming home. You've been home dealing with everything. And she does the same thing. Sees the couch and you're upset. Like, really? You're worried about the couch and... I've been doing all these other things. Again, this is where you have to check your emotion and love your wife. All right. It's not going to be easy. And, and, you know, the concept is easy. The follow through is challenging. The practicality is challenging. So everything that I offer to you is never difficult, right? Uh, on the scale of 1 to 10, everything that I offer is usually about a 2 or a 3. But the acting it out instead of like in the moment, right? Because life happens really, really fast and uh, you could be in an argument in less than three seconds, it just happens that way. And you're like, whoa, how did we get here? Well, I'll tell you that during reintegration, it is very likely to get stuck or not stuck, but to get trapped in an argument loop because you're filling each other out again. And it's it's actually quite interesting how much disagreements happen when you are reintegrating. I'm just thinking back to all the times that I've come home and it's like, wow, there were a lot of arguments. Now, obviously, you can overcome those, but you have to be aware that this is a, a very challenging and touchy time. All right. So, I'll, I'll leave it there. Those are the three things. The first one, don't try to change anything. Just embrace it. Figure out how you can become a part of the new rhythm. And then once you have reintegrated and you're a part of that rhythm, then, you know, if if things need to be changed, then 
you can start working on changing those things. Be loving and present. This is how you get involved in that rhythm. If you're not loving and present, then you're not going to be involved in that rhythm. And instead, you're going to be going against it. Uh, and if you go against the rhythm, like if if you know anything about dancing, when you get off beat, it's so obvious and everyone looks at it at you like, yo, what are you doing? And that's exactly what happens when you reintegrate. If you throw the rhythm off that was already going, everyone's going to look at you like, yo, you are a nuisance. And that's just the way it is, unfortunately. You can eventually overcome that by getting in the rhythm and then changing the beat later down the line after you have become a part of that rhythm again, right? So be loving and present, and that's how you become a part of that rhythm. Because if you're not, you're going to be so out of sync, all right? The other one, don't be upset that things are different. It's okay that things are different. It really is. Things being different doesn't mean bad instantly, all right? And then the last one is compliment the changes that have been made. If there's new paint on the wall, say, oh, we got a new blue wall. Pretty cool. Even if you don't like it, because you're not lying. You know, if you say that, it's cool. Uh, it, it, it's not a lie if you say that, it's cool. It's more of a acknowledgement um, that it's it's a cool thing. Like, all right, cool. There it is. Because guess what? Unless you are going to go out and buy a bucket of paint, you're going to have a blue wall for the, the remainder of at least the first day that you're there. Um, So just embrace it and be like, all right, cool. There's a blue wall in the room. And maybe that's a big deal. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Moral of the story, don't criticize the things that have changed. Compliment the things that have changed. With all that being said, we'll end the show there. And until next time, I want you to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace.